All right, time for another episode of the Industry 45 podcast show for Giant TV Niagara. I'm your host, Shane Christopher Neal, and uh, you can check out the Industry 45 show, by the way, on all major platforms now, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Buzzsprout. It is all there, including some of the past episodes as well. We've had so many great uh, guests on this show. Hope you'll check them out. And before we get to our guests, though, I want to thank our sponsor, Trombetta Construction Materials, 1901 Barton Street East. That is in Hamilton, Ontario, also located at Highway 20 in Fawn Hill, Trombetta Construction Materials. Okay, so today's guest is Mr. Dave Woods. Uh, Dave's been around the Canadian country scene for a long time. He's got a podcast show that's called In the Country with Dave Woods, something he's been doing since 2009. He knows everything about Canadian country music and the artists that are in that space. We have a really fun conversation. It kind of goes all over the place. You're going to enjoy it. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Industry 45 podcast show with Dave Woods coming up next. What what makes a great country song to you? Like when you hear something from so many of the great artists here in this country, how do I assume you pick up on something right away and say, this is going to be a radio hit or this is just a good yeah. song because of what, what really makes a great country song to you? Oh man, there's, you know, several different components, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of this specifically, but I mean, the, the, uh, the melody, obviously, if it's catchy, um, the lyrics, if the story pulls you in, you know, if it's a heartfelt story, if it's a fun song or there's a clever hook to it, um, is, is going to uh, pull you in. I'm thinking Dallas Smith, sleep around which uh, one of those titles that has a different meaning when you hear the song. Um, so that's clever. Uh, the vocal is going to bring you in. I was listening to J.J. Shipwood last night. Um, he's got an album called Fingers Crossed, and his voice alone. The songs are amazing, but his voice is raspy and emotional, and it just uh, just brings me in. So, yeah, I can definitely tell, or I think I can tell, if something is hit-worthy or not. And, it's, yeah, there's different factors to it. Um yeah. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, because to me, um, coming from from playing rock and roll, um, I, I was fortunate enough at an early age to work at 1470 CHOW, which was a country station. And that's how I got my start in radio. But then most of my life, it's been rock and roll. And, you know, then I came back into the country scene. And of course, I know the global superstars, you know, your your, your Keith Urban's, Carrie Underwood's. But man, when I started working in country radio here in Canada to hear Tyler Joe Miller, hear the Rec yeah. Laws, hear, you know, Brett Kissel and hear so many great artists, um, it really opened my eyes to how talented this country is to songwriting, to lyrics, and how engaging they are to their fans and vice versa. The Canadian country music scene, as far as the, the fans, they just, they just love this stuff. They eat it up. 100%. Yeah. It's a great relationship uh, between the fans and the artists. It goes both ways. And I don't know if you get it in other genres as much as you do in country music and in Canada. Uh, but yeah, it's great. The artists, you know, will meet them um, after a show kind of thing, like at a meet and greet or just walk out on a, you know, after the show, they, you know, in the venue. Um, and they really have that approachable um, demeanor on social media and in person. So, and I think a lot of this, it's the people, of course, and the type of things they're singing about in the songs, it's not superficial. It's, it's you know, day-to-day -day life. It's meaningful. So the fans really feel that connection with the artist because it's basically singing about their life. 
You're listening to the Industry 45 podcast show, all brought to you by Trombetta Construction Materials, 1901 Barton Street, East in Hamilton, and Highway 20 in Fawn Hill. My name is Shane Christopher Neal. My guest is Dave Woods. And I did talk to Dave a little bit about how there's a crossover between rock, pop, and country. And today's country has a lot of rock and pop that are integrated within it. And so here's what Dave had to say about that. Let let me ask you this question, too, because... Again, coming from from rock, and I listen to artists that have now moved into country. Like country has kind of become pop country, if you will. Right? It, it's not mm-hmm. so much. There is some of the the George Strait sounding country, but yeah, yeah. a lot of it's pop country today. Um, do you think though that some artists are taking advantage, let's say, of what's popular um, in mainstream radio and saying, you know what, I'm a, I'm a rock guy, but I can sing country and write a little bit of country. The girls are going to think I'm good looking, and and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not throwing Tim Hicks under the bus. I'm not throwing uh, Brantley Gilbert under the bus. None of these guys. I love them. But do you ever think there was a moment in in this that they went, you know what, country's where it's at. So that's the space I'm going to be in. You know what? I, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, not naming any specific artists, but I mean, when you think about like Bon Jovi, they did a country album at one point, and it was pretty much similar to their own sound because they, I guess, are country rock mostly rock and pop but there's some country stuff to it so i think definitely um and alan jackson had that song called gone country uh that's kind of talked about that and there's been other songs but yeah because it's such a popular uh genre of music um going back quite a ways now even into the 90s there were people yeah people will move from rock and try country and you can kind of tell the roots aren't there like they're still really holding on to the rock um, and it's not always a bad thing because country music does have room for a rock element um, and a mixture of stuff. So I do think people will jump into the genre because it is so popular. And But uh, like I say, it's not always a bad thing. It gives us a chance to hear a, a different take on it. And, and I brought up Brantley Gilbert just not because he was ever a rock uh, singer. I don't think he was, but it's more the the look that he has and the image yeah. and the brand. And yet, you know, and Jason Aldean a little bit as well. I mean, yep. it's all about whiskey drinking, you know, good times. And, and that's always been part <laughs> of country, but man, it's really yeah. come to the forefront. All right. My guest on the Industry 45 podcast show today is Mr. Dave Woods. He is the host of the popular podcast in the country with Dave Woods. He started that way back in 2009 and he's been nominated for Industry Person of the Year by the Country Music Association of Ontario as well. He is uh, well versed in the Canadian country music scene and we're going to talk right now about some of the upcoming superstars in Canadian country music. So let me ask you this question. Um, as far as Canadian country artists or, or I'll say songwriters even, do you have a favorite right now? Like somebody that you say, you know, this person right now is really on top of their game. Um, is it a Stephen Lee Olson? Is it Mackenzie Porter? Like g- give me an idea of what's on your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Those are, those are good choices. And I interviewed Stephen Lee Olson recently. He's doing amazing as a songwriter, just, just in a crazy big way. And as an artist, so he's a great example uh, there are a lot of uh, people that uh, I kind of have my ear and eye on and for a while. Uh, Lee Saunders is one, and uh, you may be familiar with her name. She's got a new song out now called Free. Uh, still a young lady, but has been doing this a long time and has certainly put in her time. Um, she's doing great. People should check her out. Uh, Tennille Towns, of course, is a huge success story from Alberta, Grand Prairie, Alberta, and now is making big waves in the States in her album right now called The Lemonade Stand. Some amazing songs. Her songwriting is killer, and she's really well-respected and uh, just wonderful. Uh, heading back locally, Kansas Stone. You mentioned kind of rockers. 
they are country for sure, but they hit bring a rock element to it. And they're just great writers and great guys, Brian and Matt from Kansas Stone. They also put together a song called Together We're Strong, which was a COVID-inspired um, song and money going to unison. Kelsey Maine is huge, and she's got some CMAO nominations. Uh, her album out right now is called As I Go, and she's one of those artists that's about to hit it big. Jade Eagleson, that should be on everybody's radar. Uh, he's a young guy. I think he's in his mid-20s, grew up on a farm. Uh, very traditional sound. He, as you mentioned, has that kind of older uh, George Strait kind of sound, Randy Travis. Uh, Jade Eagleson, his debut album is out now. He's already had like, three hits, and he is amazing. Uh, David Boyd James, Aaron Allen uh, are another couple to check out as well. Allie Walker is great because she does, um, she calls it mindful music and conscious country. So it's not necessarily heavily country, but it, it is country, but it's, uh, there's always a message in her song. She's really trying to inspire people and motivate them through her music. So those are just a few names. I could probably go on for an hour. There's so much <laughs> great talent. And a lot of these people have become friends too. And I have them out to shows. Um, but those are some names to follow for sure. Uh, this is the Industry 45 podcast show, and a lot of uh, artists ask Dave for advice, you know, on how to get noticed, how to get their songs heard by key players within the Canadian country music scene. And we talk a little bit about that, about record labels as well. And I guess the importance of record labels, especially in country music. And we finish this bit with uh, a, a chat about none other than Tyler Joe Miller, his song Pillow Talk, and went number one uh, rather quickly after he signed a record deal he's got a great new song on country radio as well more with dave woods happening right now on the industry 45 podcast show let me ask you this question to the the if, if you have a young rising country star and they say you know dave you know how how do i become a Mackenzie porter the rec laws the dean brody you know whoever uh megan patrick like you know i've got good songs i think i've got a good brand how do I get to that level? Not that you know the secret, but what, what, right. what do you say to an artist like that? Is it just about perseverance, great songs? You got to get to country radio. You got to open up for a, a big show like Dallas Smith. What, what advice do you give, you know, those type of artists? Yeah, I've had artists approach me, um, some of them in that sense. And I mean, yeah, it is a tough question, like you said. I mean, who will make it or not make it? Obviously, that nobody really knows. But as far as the steps, and I don't know all the steps because when I interview artists, I don't always focus on the business side. It's usually their arts and songwriting and influences and, and stuff. But uh, no, I said a lot of it would be social media presence. And, you know, like you said, writing great songs, of course, putting them out so people can see, because that will get attention. People will start to follow you. People will share your stuff and hopefully the right people see it. So yeah, do YouTube videos, share them on Facebook, do live streams, um, get out to shows, which is tough these days to do, but uh, in better times and in whatever ways you can do it now, Get in, get in front of people, uh, perform because somebody's going to see you, and maybe they're connected to you know somebody slightly bigger that can get you in the right direction, whether it's an artist or a producer or something. Um, and then reach out to people. The other way you can do, it, and I've heard artists say that they do this, and it, it could probably be nerve wracking to do, but reach out to maybe uh, somebody who owns a label or somebody you see on social media who is a little higher up, or an artist who is having some success right now. Um, and just tell them, Hey, you, you're looking for a mentor. And even though that might seem scary to do, I've heard other people say they do it. And usually the person on the other end will then, yeah, chat with them a bit and help point them in the right direction. 
you know, going back to my rock ro- roots, rather, uh, Aldo Nova would have been nobody without Bon Jovi. So, I mean, there's a lot of people in a lot of genres that the higher ups have definitely taken them on a course of, you know, yeah. places where they needed to go. Let me ask you about record totally. labels too, then, because if, and I'm not a program director, but I would suggest that probably 99, if not 100% of what we play, <laughs> have a record label or publishing company behind yeah. them so when an artist says dave uh, how important is it for me to get on a label you know what do you say to that because in some genres it's not as important you know like in the indie rock music scene it's not as as important but i find with country you really need to be on a label to to get radio's attention and it's not always about radio i get it but i'm just saying yeah. when people ask me in radio that's kind of what i see yeah, you're right. And ultimately, I mean, radio play is how uh, success is made for an artist. I mean, there are other ways, but that's the way else in a big level you get known. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, definitely being with the label is a good thing and will take you further. The trick is just getting to the label and getting signed by it, which is the hard part. Um, obviously, if you get that opportunity, it's a good thing and free to contract, etc. But um, yeah, all the ways that you would get attention, hopefully, will get the interest of a label. Um, whatever those ways are, I mentioned some of them earlier, just basically getting out there and getting exposure. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. Getting on a label is good. It's just getting there is the tough part. Because right. there's so many people trying for that. And I guess these days labels, maybe they have a slightly less roster just because of the time. So um, you really have to stand out. I mean, one guy who was signed recently to, you mentioned him earlier, Tyler Joe Miller. He was signed to MDM Recordings, um, headed by the amazing Mike Denny, who's done so much uh, for country artists in the country scene. And Tyler Joe was just signed uh, last November. And here's a success story. So he was discovered. I think he was at a club. So this can happen. So somebody from MDM discovered him, um, had the record deal, released his debut single, Pillow Talking. On Christmas first, Day, was it not? Yeah. I, I think it was. It was in December for sure. It might yeah. have been Christmas Day. Yeah. But but imagine his first ever song out to country radio went number one in Canada. I mean, that really doesn't happen. All right, you can check out Dave Woods' website at inthecountryinterviews.com, inthecountryinterviews.com. He's also on Instagram, in the country with Dave Woods, on Instagram, in the country, underscore with, underscore Dave Woods. And he's the host of Stories, Songs, and Six Strings as well. You can check out his Instagram. He posts a lot of cool stuff there. Does a lot of Facebook and Instagram lives as well. All right, coming up now, a little conversation about the um, the Country Music Association of Ontario Awards. He's up for Industry Person of the Year. We talk a little bit about some of the nominees there and also about some brand new up-and-coming artists that are sure to make an impact real soon here in Canadian Country Radio. It's Dave Woods. My name is Shane Christopher Neal. This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show. So with the CMAOs, what's your vote for Industry Person of the Year? Do you have a vote for this or not? <laughs> so you're yeah. up for this, so congratulations on that. Thank you. And yeah. And, yeah. and I don't know Be the exciting. people you're in company with because I don't know them, but um, that's a pretty cool thing, right? You've done so much work in this space, and, and that's pretty awesome. I hope you get a chance to take the award home. Thank you. Yeah, I've had a couple of nominations, uh, 2017 and 2019 as well. So, yeah, it's a great honor just to be in the company of these people. They're all obviously active uh, in the industry, doing great things. Uh, so it's great company to be in. And, uh, you know, I've done the podcast for this is my 11th year. Yeah, I saw uh, that. That's incredible. 2009. Yeah, I was like, holy yep. shit. Yeah. 
been doing it a while. I just never stopped. Just loved it so much. It never got to the point where I, I was done with it or, not, or lost interest. So I still do it with the same passion. And then the live streams and the Moonshine Cafe shows, which we did inside when before COVID. Now we're kind of doing a patio scenario stream from the stage um, all throughout August till uh, September 2nd, every Wednesday. So, yeah, I just try to do everything I can in it and through my social media page uh, in the country of Dave Woods on Facebook. It's all about promoting country music and discovering new people. Uh, yeah, I love doing that, too. Um, if I find a new artist that, I mean, I'm not discovering them, but I'm maybe giving them a little further promotion if they're kind of somewhat new and I can put them on my page or have them out to a show. Sometimes they're giving somebody their first chance at a songwriting round and they haven't done that kind of thing and they really get a high off it because when we could have the audience inside, it's just a great way to uh, showcase yourself in front of people, just you and your guitar. Let me ask you this, though. For the CMAOs, when I look at the list of uh, for Male Artist of the Year, were you disappointed? Like, I thought Stephen Lee Olson would have been on that list, to be honest with you. He's not. Um, no, he isn't. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, he, you're right. I, I don't know. That, was just, that, that stood out to me right away. I mean, Aaron Allen's on that list. We've had Aaron into Country 89, uh, Andrew Hyatt, Eric Etheridge. Um and I like Eric Etheridge too. I think he's a great artist. Jade Eagleson, Jim Cuddy. <laughs> okay, sure, right. I guess. I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Blue yeah. Rodeo is kind of country, whatever. Uh, and Tim Hicks. But I was really surprised Stephen Lee Olson never made that list because to yeah. me, he's really a super, uh, he's had a super year. Uh, Can't Not is a great song. Mm -hmm. Hello Country before that was amazing. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that could be an oversight. I'm not sure, yeah, why, but that no, you make a good point because he's had a good year, a uh, great year, and uh, I mean songwriting wise, he's just he's just over the top. So a good uh, a good name to bring up. Well, maybe I should write them. Uh, they'll probably delete my email, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, yeah. uh, let's so protest. Well, that's Stephen right. Lee Olson protest. That's right. I just now that and I, I I heard some of your interview with him. You did what a couple of weeks ago, or is it longer than yeah, now? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, just yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Right. See, I pay attention. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> album of the year. Some things that like the rec laws are on that. Um, uh, James Barker band, Megan Patrick, Andrew Hyatt, the Western swing authority, anything missing for album of the year in the CMAOs this year in, in London, or you think that's pretty accurate? Um, that's a pretty good, accurate. Uh, um, we've got all the big names on there. I'm trying to think if there's anybody jumping out at me that's missing. I mean, those all artists are all great. Of course, the Western swing authority, has their own kind of sound. I've seen them live. I know them, Shane and Stacey and the rest of the folks are great. And they just do that whole Western swing thing that is almost uniquely their own. Um, and then the others are, you know, mainstream country. So there are some great uh, albums on here. Andrew Hyatt's a wonderful artist. Black Laws have had a bunch of hits off of that album. James Barker band. I mean, none of their songs, uh, I'm trying to word this, like every song of theirs is great. Every song of theirs sounds like a hit to me on, you know, on their albums. Oh, you every cut. Uh, they just they just write them well and sing them so well. And of course, Megan Patrick's been one of my favorites for a few favorites for a few years. Um, Bow took a wow wow. Of course, it's kind of a fun song. It's a great song, but then she got a little deeper with uh, uh, "Come Be Country with Me" and uh, "Grace and Grit" uh, and on and on. Um, uh, country music made me do it. Is one of my favorites of hers. Have you thought of who should win album of the year at the CMAOs? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think, because like I say, I don't normally. Uh, I watch the awards. I don't necessarily throw my hat behind somebody. But let me think on this. 
Um, and you don't have to answer it. I just thought if there was something that stood out to you as, you know, this is definitely something I think, you know, they're deserving of. I'm sure they all are, but. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's sometimes tough. And that's why I was with your earlier one, because there were a few in it. Uh, fans choice of the year. There wasn't one. I thought, okay, that's the, that's the landslide. So uh, I'm going to say um, Megan Patrick. That's a good choice. I, I would have, I would have, I would have said the same thing. Megan Patrick. Absolutely. Yeah. Megan or James yeah. Barker band. I'll go, I'll throw two names out there. And again, it doesn't slide into the others, but I'll put my money on, on one of those two. So recently you hosted love revolution by my friend, Susie Corey. Yeah. And it was a drive-in type show. Obviously we're in the midst of, times that we're not even sure what they are and we're trying to have live music. So tell me about that experience and kind of what you took from it as it was so unique and different. And I talked to Susie the other, the other day on the phone, she called me about something we had a long conversation about this and, you know, just thinking outside the box, if you will, although drive-in theaters are obviously something that's been happening with, with Blake Shelton, who's just done one and, and uh, who else did one? Garth Brooks did one, but, but on a smaller scale, I mean, it seems so well done and so well received by the people that were there. Mm-hmm. But speak, speak to yeah. it from, from the perspective of somebody who was actually there. Sure. Yeah, it was a, it was a great day. Uh, Susie put on an amazing show. She pulled it off uh, exceptionally well. Uh, put it together, I think, in about three weeks. Cabin, Ontario. Great property out there. And let's see. Um, she, first of all, she got amazing talent that, uh, that were on the stage. Uh, I won't throw out all the names. People can check it out because I'm sure I'm going to forget somebody. But the talent was amazing, including Susie herself, who closed out the show. Um, a lot of cars there. People were allowed to get out of their cars, of course, because in, in phase three. Uh, so there's a great crowd, very enthusiastic crowd, great entertainment. Uh, it pretty much went flawless. Uh, the weather was great, which was always a plus. And uh, I had a great time. Co-hosted it with Linda Heldman. And I would, yeah, the acts were just top notch. So she chose the chose great talent and uh, put together a great day. And it sounds like she's looking to do this in some other places too. I know she called me about, you know, possibly something down here uh, in Niagara and even taking it uh, in places in the in the states, which is I know a bit of a challenge right now. But I don't know. Susie finds a way to make shit happens she so, does. so, yep. so god only knows <laughs> one other name i'm going to ask you about and i'm going to go somewhere else here is ashlyn vince who i know and i host a tv show mm-hmm. bs live rocks for your tv ontario i've had ashlyn in the studio uh i know her family her dad's a real estate agent here in town so talk to me <laughs> a little bit about her she just got married in nashville then came home to have yep. a marriage here uh really sweet girl and really yeah. working her ass off totally i totally agree she's a sweet girl i've known her for a few years Interviewed her on the podcast a couple of times, and then I've had her out to the moonshine uh, once. And she was really sweet. She brought me a, um, a hat from Tootsie's uh, in Nashville. A cool, cool uh, baseball hat or ball cap. Um, she was great. And she, yeah, she's really got that Nashville sound. She's from Ontario, of course, from your area. But she's got that songwriting that is just that Nashville style, a high quality of writing, and a great voice and a sweet girl. So I, yeah, I've known her probably through the podcast, at least initially, probably four or five years. Nice. But yeah, I think she's a great talent, and I know with you know coming out with the song she's doing that uh, she's going to become a name. 
All right, just a reminder that you can download your favorite podcast from the Industry 45 show by simply going to wherever you get your podcast, be it Apple iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever it might be. Uh, some cool interviews up, including my talk with uh, Garrett Goodwin, longtime drummer for Carrie Underwood, Rich Redman, longtime drummer for Jason Aldean, and so many other artists and people within the music space. And I uh, hope you'll download it, you'll like it, and you'll comment and subscribe as well, the Industry 45 show. Now we conclude with uh, Dave Woods as he tells you how you can reach out to him and how he can make you a Canadian country superstar. Is Dave Woods on the Industry 45 podcast show. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, so you, and you have a website, Crick, that you promote a lot of, of, of artists as well, Canadian country artists, I see. And, yep. you know, do you update that or wh- wh- how do people get a hold of you and get you to kind of listen to the music and get them on the shows? And how do people go and, and do that? Sure. Yeah, I do have a website. It's, it's the main or one of the websites I have, I haven't updated in a while in the country, interviews.com. Uh, but it does have a lot of past interviews and classic stuff. I focus right now on my Facebook page uh, is the best way uh, people can reach me, which is uh, in the country with Dave Woods. That's the Facebook page, so they can go there, send me a message. They can like the page, obviously, or follow it. And then they can keep in touch and all the stuff I post about because I'm promoting Canadian country artists on that page. And I also announce when the live streams are in the air there and when the moonshine shows are. So everything that I do is kind of on that page. I've got an Instagram one as well, with, which is in the country, underscore with, underscore Dave Woods. So you'll be able to find that. I do the same kind of promotion on there. Um, and... Yeah, and then I do a monthly column. Let me back up. I submit a podcast every month to the uh, Country Music Association of Ontario newsletter, one of my favorite podcasts from the, from the month. This month it's going to be Stephen Lee Olson, the one we talked about. That That's awesome. And and do you remember, I, I I knew who you were. I met you last summer when the shot was in Toronto. Yes. Remember? We were sitting across from each other. Yep, Jesse T. Yeah. You were there at the end of the Yeah, I definitely remember. Yeah. And, no, and, and totally. I, re- I remember Jesse. Um, I think it was Jesse who said, man, Dave, like you're just kicking ass and look at all the stuff you're doing and it, it, it's great. And I know that, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I kind of see his name pop up once in a while. And so I started going <laughs> through your stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, man. So like for the past year now, I'm following your podcasts and your uh, live streams that you do and stuff like that whenever I can and kind of like, you yep. know, c- coming in and checking it out and learning about new Canadian country acts and all that, that great stuff. And yeah. And Sam cook was there. I think it's Sam brought it up as well. Oh, Dave knows everything. He knows everybody. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. So <laughs> that's kind of how I've been that's following awesome. you. And, and it kind of helps and it helps me because again, country music wasn't my first place, right? So to go to country radio, I'm kind of still learning a little bit about some of the artists, especially the newer artists that are trying to make it up. I can find anything yeah. I want out about Keith Urban or Carrie Underwood. Or that, that's not a problem. But to find out about <laughs> some of these other artists, I'm like, I got I need a source and you're the source, man. So that's awesome. I appreciate it. Oh man, I appreciate you saying that. That's great. Yeah. I love doing it. I love, love all of this stuff. Love the Canadian country scene. Great to meet you that day at the shot, and I look forward to talking again. This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show with Shane Christopher Neal.